IDC Radio. Film Fanatics. From the silver screen to your earphones. With Alan Azulay and Gal Balaban. Welcome to Film Fanatics, where we talk about the movies that have us obsessed, excited, and inspired. I'm Gal. And I'm Alan. Today we're going to be counting down our top five favorite musical movies, as well as reviewing the one that's, in, that's out in theaters right now. Joining us for this episode is a musical fanatic and returning guest, Arbel. Hi! Hi! Thanks for having me back, guys. It's so much fun to have you back, especially about your favorite genre, right? Uh I don't think I have a favorite genre of movies, but this is definitely up there. Definitely up there. We're going to be counting down our top five favorite musicals of all time. And hopefully Cats will not be brought up today. Oh, come on. That was my number one, man. Uh, I hate to, you just spoiled hate to my break list. up the party. <laughs> that was all my number fives. So cats, one, cats, 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 cats. It's only Cats. <laughs> so Arbel, why don't you start? Okay, so I just want to make it very clear. These are my favorite movie musicals. If we're talking about any other musical, then I, my list would probably be changed. My number five would be Rent. I don't think I've seen one. this movie. It's a good one. I haven't seen it in a while. Tell me more about like why you chose that one. Well, Rent, I don't know. First of all, it's a classic. Also, my dad hates it and my mom loves <laughs> it. So there's always mixed, mixed feelings. But I don't know. It's a good story. The music's great. And in the movie, the movie was very well done. It was very similar to the musical itself. So I enjoyed it. 525,600 minutes. 525,000 moments, oh dear. 525,600 minutes. My number five is a movie I've seen countless times, and that is Mary Poppins. That's considered a musical? I think so, yeah. There's a million songs in it. How is it, it not is a, a musical? musical? It was yeah. on Broadway. I saw it on Broadway. But yeah. Oh, that's so good. Mary Poppins. I didn't think of that. Yeah, that was a good My one. My favorite part is when they're dancing on the rooftops. Do you remember this? Chim Chimini? No, it's Step in Time. That's what it's uh, called. Step in time, step in time, step in time, step in time. My number five is A Star is Born. Uh, the, the Bradley Cooper one. one. The new the, one. Yeah, the Bradley Cooper one. Yeah. Oh, that was amazing. I loved it. It's a really good so movie. Much. I actually didn't think of putting that here, but that would maybe like be six, seven, eight, something like that. That's a really good movie. Yeah, I love that movie. Like, um, I that year I was like passionately like going for like give Bradley Cooper everything at the Oscars. <laughs> give them actor, give him director, give him everything he wants. It's funny because he was nominated four times and he lost all four times that year. Yeah, I was very pissed off. That's that not night. funny. That's sad. He should have won. You, Bradley. Sure. He's been nominated eight times in his career and never won. That is so depressing because the dude is so good. Never he is so great in that movie. And also Lady Gaga, amazing acting in that movie. She's amazing in that movie. In the shadow, shadow, in the shadow, 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 in the shadow, shadow, so my number four is... Um, I don't know if you would consider it 
a movie musical, but I had to throw it in there. High School Musical, without a doubt. Uh, I didn't put it on my list, but like it's for sure like my top ten. Like uh, it's the it's definitely the most nostalgic musical I have. Well, a lo- for a lot of people in their like late teens, twenties, I mean, this is what we grew up watching. Yeah, this was probably the first musical I ever watched, mm-hmm. and uh, probably the three of them were the first three musicals I ever watched. I don't know. I don't feel like this movie's aged very well. I feel like I liked it when I was like seven or eight, but. None of the Disney Channel movies have aged really well, in my yeah, opinion. The, the quality is not great, but especially if you, it's because of the budget. Because if you watch the third one, it has the same director, the same writers. If you watch the third one, it's like visually, it's like very impressive, especially compared to the first two, because they were like TV movies. And the third one actually came out in theaters. It came out in theaters. Yeah, it was. So, it's not a decom. I think I watched it in theaters and I remember I nothing it from it. <laughs> My number four is a masterpiece, and I don't know if you've seen it, but it's The Blues Brothers. I have not seen it. You no, haven't seen The I, Blues Brothers? You guys have to I watch I haven't it. even heard of it. Really? This is not only one of the best musicals, but one of the best comedies, one of the funniest movies ever. It has Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi as these two brothers who are both on the run. They destroy so much stuff in this movie, and they have to get their band together to perform some stuff, and... The, the songs are great. Not all of them were were written for the movie, but there's some really iconic scenes and the way the, the songs and the comedy play off of each other is so good. interesting it is on my watch list on letterboxd so i'll get to it okay my number four i have a feeling we all know this one uh is mamma mia and i'm also throwing the second one in here like kind of together because i love to watch them both like consecutively yeah Yeah. i actually haven't seen number two it's so good like it's so good i hear it's better than the first it's better directed than the first that's for sure My number three is Pitch Perfect. I just rewatched that last week and I was like, I want to watch all three. I mean, the modern music, all remixed and redone, all in acapella. Uh, I know all the parts, you know, we sing it with my friends, we harmonize, we do all that stuff. I like Pitch Perfect a lot, but I really don't like two and three. I haven't seen the third. It's really, <laughs> it's just a lame movie. It's like barely anything good happens in it, really. I mean, I mostly just watch it for the music. Okay, so I think you would like it. My number three is also a classic, The Sound of Music. See, this is one of those that I was explaining myself about ah. that I haven't watched in a thousand years. I want to watch it again. I do want to watch it again. I well. need to watch it again, too, because I haven't seen it in a while. But I'm actually shocked that I watched a three-hour movie so many times as a kid. And Julie Andrews is amazing in both this and Mary Poppins. And it's a movie about so much. 
going on and the songs are all really, really memorable. And Christopher Plummer, rest in peace, is also amazing as the, the patriarch of the family. Yeah, I just remember watching like this movie as a kid and uh, really loving it. So. Yeah, I loved watching it at my grandma's house. The hills are alive with the sound of music With songs they have sung for a thousand years My number three, my inside gasps of Ooh, why so fast? In the Heights for real yes it made your top three already already i am not joking it might be because i'm super excited today <laughs> but it made my top three i okay we'll talk about it in our review but i personally would not have put it over a star is born okay. oh That's i would all. definitely put it over a star is born oh drama okay definitely over a star is born a star is born i mean i guess we're kind of backtracking but a star is born i liked it i enjoyed it but i never saw it again in the heights i would see so many more I times. I have a feeling I'm going to watch this movie so much. So much. My number two would have to be Grease. Uh, I mean, like, John Travolta, Olivia Newton-John. Those are songs that... The songs that are in this movie are just songs that I sing in my shower all the time. They're, I can quote Grease. I've seen it a million times. So it's not just yet in my number one because I know my number one a little bit better than I know Grease, but it's definitely a close second first of all the songs are really good but i feel like after the first hour i just stopped caring about the story that's how i felt when i watched Grease. i feel like it doesn't even really have a story you're just watching their lives like nothing really happens they're just yeah. falling in love and i love that movie by the way also uh, weren't they all really old when they were playing high schoolers in this movie yeah, this movie's notorious yeah. for that no but that's like hollywood in the 80s my number two would actually be West Side Story, 1961. Okay, so we're going back again where Alan says, I haven't watched that movie in a thousand years. <laughs> So oh, come on. It would have probably been in my top five. Like, I, I, know, had I know the it. songs, but yeah. I don't. I've never seen the movie. You haven't seen it? No, I'm waiting for the new one, but I haven't seen the original movie. I have, so I've seen the musical, the but not the movie. That's interesting. How is Rita Moreno in this movie? She's incredible. She's, she's a queen. She so. is iconic. She also won an Oscar for this movie, and she leads the best song in the movie, which is called America. I like to be in America. Okay, by me. The story, the costume design, just from the opening moments where they're snapping their fingers and the two gangs have this duel. I think not many musicals are this iconic and stand the test of time. Uh, I want to rewatch it before I watch the new one, actually. Yeah, I'm really excited for the new one, which is weird because normally with remakes, I'm very skeptical. But with Spielberg and the trailer, I think they could do something really good with yeah, it. Yeah, Steven Spielberg. How awesome is that? Is this, a f this is the first musical he's directing, right? He never directed really? a musical before, I don't think. I, I guess you're right. I don't know, actually. I, I believe so. I'm going to check. No, he has never made a movie, a, a music, a 
used coke before. So I was right. So to you add can to get that, all of that. To add to that, in the 80s, he directed a movie called The Color Purple, which they're now remaking as a musical. Yes, I've seen this. Okay. Uh, I don't think I've watched it. Anyway, I'm so excited about <laughs> Steven Spielberg's West Side Story, and I think every one of us here are. So, so excited. 100%. This December. Okay, my number two is going to be controversial to Gal because he asked me not to do this, and I did it anyway. He asked me not to put a movie that was in my top five two weeks ago when we did top five Disney movies. But I did it anyway because I love this movie. So it's Lion, it. Lion King. Lion King. I thought this would uh, be your number one. I had one. a feeling it would say this, but this Lion King? I love Lion There's I so be many better one. Disney animated movies than Lion King. It's my favorite movie of all time. You're kidding. Wait, why is it number yeah. two then? Okay, wait, don't say your number one yet. but Because I wanted to do something different, but it should be my number one. But Interesting. It's, but I wanted to do something different just because I didn't want it for two weeks in a row to have the same movie at the moment. It means no worries for the rest of your days. It's our problem free philosophy. Uh, I did put an honorable mention here, just like in case. And I want to talk about that one a little bit more because we we went through Lion King a lot a couple of weeks back. So I put in uh, Prince of Egypt as my... Oh, the Prince of Egypt is so good. Why didn't I think of that? That's so good. So I put that, that would... one as like a stand-in for Lion King if you, if you got mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to like... 2D animated movies that aren't Disney, Prince of Egypt is number one. Oh, that's for sure. I've seen it so many times, and I'm glad that you brought it up as an honorable mention because that would be one of mine too. Yeah, for sure. Like, I love that movie, and I watched it so many times, especially when I was a kid. And um, the music's are great. The animation is great from for, like, the year. And um, it's just a classic. So, my number one would have to be, without a doubt, Mamma Mia. And Preach. I know you mentioned it, but Mamma Mia, number one, all the way for me. I don't know. I feel like this movie's kind of overrated. I don't know. I just never found anything special in the, the story. But the actors are really good, and some of the songs are, are great also. But it wouldn't even be on my top ten musicals, to be honest. I don't see anything else that you can fill another five spots with. That's not Mamma Mia. Yeah, I'm going to agree for Bella here. <laughs> uh, Mamma Mia is the one that I probably watched the most in my top five. And um, I don't know why I put it so low now that I think about it. But uh, either way, it's oh, it's always been on my top five musicals. It would always be on my top five musicals because it's such a good movie. Meryl Streep is amazing in it. Oh, she's amazing in everything. In it amazing and everything yeah. and i think that if we were to talk about the best singing voice in that movie because you know they had like pierce bronson and he can't sing yeah i appreciate how hard i he tried. appreciate the effort of all of these singers but even in the first or the second movie they should have given more songs to amanda seyfried she's she has she a great voice has an amazing voice she was the star of the movie but she was such like an underrated character. She was downplayed. Yeah. Very, very downplayed. Uh, I thought she was the lead role in the movie. Not really. She no. has a bigger role in the musical, in my opinion. Mamma mia, now I really know. My, my, I should not have let you go. Also, I'm backing that Mamma Mia 3 train. Here we go again, again. 
2028. I need that in my life. Maybe Meryl Streep's granddaughter or some shit. Oh, 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 oh. Like the son? He, oh, it's a son. Oh, so then my, ah. idea, my idea doesn't work. Maybe he'll be played by Timothy Chalamet. We don't know. Oh, oh that would have been give awesome. Give me Timothy Chalamet, but can he sing? I don't know if he can sing. There should be Tom Holland, though. He could dance. Maybe oh, they should make it a dance. Definitely movie. sing. Yeah, dance, I'm sorry. My number one is La La Land. That won a lot of a lot of things. I should have won Best Picture. Should have won Best Picture. Uh, it won Best Picture for about two minutes. Um, I was so happy. I've seen this movie four <laughs> times, and uh, just watching it invokes this emotion of wonder and love and magic. When a movie can do that for you, you know it's going to be a classic. And every song, there aren't as many songs as like in the heights, but every song does resonate because of how powerful it is. And the cinematography and the just everything in this movie blew my mind. I guess it's as good a time as any to say that is my number one too. Yay! You guys are kidding me. <laughs> yeah. Why? I had such a great time watching it for the first time. I remember I went, I don't know why I did this, but I went to like a premium like movie experience. You know what I mean? Like IMAX screen and like those really big, gigantic, comfortable chairs that they have. Yes. Um, And like, I remember it like just falling in love with that movie, like, from the first second with that first musical number in the high in the highway oh that that was the best song of the whole movie i exactly i and knew after that, watching that i yeah. was watching something special i was watching something special for sure It's a very realistic and it shows the struggles of an actress. And that's why I think that it got all the attention that it did. But I think this, like A Star is Born, is a little bit overrated. I mean, I also had not the best viewing experience when I watched it. I watched it in high school and my teacher, he was like a part of the Screen Actors Guild. So he gets early access to these movies and he had the CD and I watched it both in my chorus class and in my acting class. Oh, that is awesome. Both at the same time, both at different times. And I was just like watching going to one class to the other and I'm watching the same movie, same part. And I'm like, I, I don't know. But I will say that after it came out, I was obsessed with the soundtrack. Obsessed with it. It's so good. And even now, like I, the other day I was playing City of Stars on my ukulele. But Oh, wow. Oh, you have to show me that one thing. No. I felt it from the first embrace I shared with you That now our dreams may finally come true when you, Actually, when you look at most of the musical numbers in, in La La Land, it's just so striking. Yeah, I mean, if you talk about like movies of the last 10 years, La La Land is always going to be up there. If we talk about like modern favorites and movie musicals, I think La La Land is going to be up there for a very, very long time. Okay, so our review of the week is something that you guys probably can tell that I'm really excited about because it was in my top five already, even though I watched it less than 24 hours ago. 
is In the Heights. We watched In the Heights, directed by John M. Chu last night. Uh, we watched it all together. We went in with a big group. Our bell was with us. How was it to be in a movie theater after such a long time? Okay, so that was my first movie theater experience since COVID. And I guess where I live, I guess movie theaters there are a lot nicer. I mean, we have like the leather seats. Most of them are rec recliner nowadays. And even in the one in my hometown, I mean, it was just, it was a nicer experience. Here where we went to, It was a little dirty. It was a little overcrowded. I wore a mask that whole time because I was like, I'm not getting COVID from, from sitting in this closed movie theater with all these people like talking and on top of one another. But overall, watching a movie and like a huge screen, that was amazing. Yeah, I have to agree with that. The movie theater experience in Israel is definitely like Lister. In Brazil, and I assume it's the same case in the US, we have so, and I'm from like a big city in, the, in Brazil. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, we have so many choices of like where to go to see a movie uh -huh. and what Same. type of of like movie session you want. Mm -hmm. Like you can go IMAX, you cannot go IMAX if you don't want, but that's still like a huge screen even if it is an IMAX. So the theater experience living here is not great. Like I've been like three times since COVID uh, ended and I, I have to agree with you. When I watched Fast 9, it was in the bigger screen that they have in that cinema city that we went to. And that was a little better, mm -hmm. but still very lackluster. Oh, my God. I told Alan this when I went to see F9. There was this group of kids who would not shut the hell up. And they kept running in and out of the theater. And I was like, who, no, who but I mean, these like, kids here? The, the audience here is also worse. But that was also me once. I remember I was in Israel also. Uh, we were so sitting at like spot. I was sitting at the very back. <laughs> the projector was right above you, and we were just throwing popcorn at it, like trying to block the yeah, screen. Yeah, we were all asshole kids. But once. it's it's the culture here, and it's rude, and especially for a movie like In the Heights, there was some guy in front of us recording it. There was some guy behind me, and I was just like, ew. And this is just a regular thing here, apparently, because the three times I went, all of them, it's a very they were regular talkative. thing, and I'm like. Bro, we're watching a movie here. I didn't pay 44 shekels to hear you yapping. <laughs> Bottom line, if you come to watch a movie, watch the movie. I mean, hang out with your friends like in the in the popcorn selling area or whatever. Even like when they're playing ads, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. But during trailers, I also get pissed off. Mm, it depends. No, it I depends. love watching trailers before the movie. <laughs> But like, let's, let's actually talk about the movie, shall we? Uh, so In the Heights was directed by John M. Chu also directed Crazy Rich Agents and the music was by Lin-Manuel Miranda Lin-Manuel Miranda who also wrote the songs for Hamilton, Moana and a ton of others I am Usnavian you probably never heard my name reports of my fame are greatly exaggerated morning Usnavi pan caliente cafe con leche On these blocks, you can't walk two steps without bumping into someone's big plan. I'm making moves, I'm making deals, but guess what? What? You still ain't got no skills. <laughs> Visually, it was amazing to look at. Like, I was in awe of the movie. There were sometimes they had, like, graphics. It was so colorful. And there were so many different lights going on that you could really tell 
the emotion by the light and by how dark it was. So it was very visually appealing. And altogether, I have heard of In the Heights before. I mean, I sang that first part, uh, the first opening intro song, yeah, she was In the Heights. Uh, I sang it in, in chorus in high you school. You were between us, right? You I were... was in between you guys. I was. And uh, I, w I was hearing you like singing and I was like, man, this is going to be me watching this movie the second time. <laughs> I mean, I, in high school, actually auditioned for the part of like Usnavi's rap. I didn't get it because I was a freshman and a girl and um, seniority and, you know. Sexism. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it's rigged in like middle school and high school. They always go for the people who are leaving so they can't get another chance. I did get a solo though in Mamma Mia. I will say that. Oh, <laughs> hell yes. That's poetic. I want to watch that. Uh, so yeah, but uh, no, all together, it was an amazing, amazing movie to watch. And I'm going to watch it again. I really enjoyed this movie. The musical numbers are a lot of fun. Anthony Ramos is really great as Usnavi. He definitely carries the movie. And there's a lot of scenes where there's unexpected emotion. And the staging of the the dance scenes seems like it was a really fun movie to film. Mm -hmm. I came into this movie with high expectations, right? Because I saw the reviews. The reviews are great. I love, I love me some Lin-Manuel Miranda. Um... And I heard a couple of the songs here and there and I watched the trailer and I was like in love with the trailer. And so I came in with like ceiling high expectations and it blew those away. I I just love this movie so much. Like Arbel was talking about like the visuals in this movie are just mesmerizing. When we talked about La La Land, we talked about the visuals being very dreamlike, and you definitely feel that in In the Heights, and that elevates the the musical scenes and the way you connect to the characters in this film. I also think we need to give a huge shout out to Christopher Scott, who was the choreographic mastermind behind that whole movie. He was outstanding. Those dance numbers, I just wanted to be a part of that. They were so well made, so well done, so in sync. There's one towards the end that got me pumped in my seat. Uh, I think you guys would know which one I'm talking about. Of course. We had to assert our dignity in small ways. Little details that tell the world we are not invisible. This is the moment when you do better than me. Because you can see a future that I can. There were a couple of like... Uh, side characters that were really good that I want to mention here first. Uh, Jimmy Smith, uh, he played uh, Kevin Rosario. He's really good. He was really good. Um, also, Stephanie Beatriz, if you watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine, you, know you know her as Rosa, and she's... She's great. And she's hilarious. Amazing. I didn't know she could sing. She can sing. Funnily enough, Jimmy Smith is Amy Santiago's dad in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Exactly. Which also was fun. Lin-Manuel Miranda plays the Piranguero, which is fun. I like well. how he had a nice little side story that didn't go anywhere, but it was sweet. Yeah, it's just like you're just happy to see him. Um, now for more of the main guys, you mentioned already Anthony Ramos. He got the Transformers gig for, from this movie. And um, like this, it's probably like his second big one, right? I didn't remember this, but he was in A Star is Born and he was in was Godzilla he? King of the Monsters. I did not know this. It's, what it, what did so he good. play? He was Lady Gaga's best friend in a no, Star no, is No, no, no. What did he play in this movie? Oh, Usnavi. Oh. Well, he was also in Hamilton. Let's not forget to mention that. Oh, yeah. He was in Hamilton as 
Hamilton's son. So he's had a big Lin Manuel and something career. Else as well. I'm, but I'm. Ex- I wanna see him in another musical. If I'm being honest, not a Transformers movie, but whatever. He was uh, perfect for the role, and I also really like Corey Hawkins. Yes, uh, he was also Doctor Dre in Straight Outta Compton and in Kong Skull Island. So having that familiarity was uh, it was fun to see him in a more musical role. He was actually one of my favorites in this movie. Like he, every time he was in the screen, he was so fun. Um, he played Benny. Ah, Benny. Oh, he was so good. Except they gave him all the sad songs. And he sang them all with the person that played Nina. Which is uh, Leslie Grace. And they had like two songs that, don't get me wrong, were amazing. But they were sad. And those were the songs that I was just like, fast forward. Uh, <laughs> That's fair. That's fair enough. But you can't fault like them like they were they not their sang fault. it brilliantly he had a great voice yeah. i think that might be the part where i was like this could have been cut yeah, out yeah no i agree but with you they guys. did do a good job uh speaking of nina rosario leslie grace d- did a fantastic job here as well like she she and vanessa i feel like were the emotional core of this movie more than and the abuela. guys oh and abuela of course and abuela. i i read this this morning that abuela the actress, her name is Olga Meredith, I believe, and she played the role on Broadway. And I guess she was so good that they got her back here because she's really excellent. No, she's perfect. Her her musical number got me very emotional. It was so I was in tears so by the good. end. I think for 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 Skyna, like we also like went to like a completely different country, and like that also yes. weighs heavy on you. And when she was singing about how different it was to be in Nueva York. But also, going back to it, it was a slow song. It felt long. It there were like that whole beginning part, very well made, very visual, visually appealing. Yeah, when she was on that train, that was beautiful. But it's just like, can we get to it faster, maybe? No, I get that. That that one did go on for a bit. Today's all we got, so we cannot stop. This is a block in the heights. I did not like that much that we didn't have a lot of Brazilian representation here. I'm just, I know that this is, this is kind of personal for me just because like, uh, I am Brazilian and like, so I did felt, I did feel a little bit shortchanged because you could always see like Brazilian flags in the background and I was like, so why not? Uh, and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why as an American who took like 10 years of Spanish in school we barely touched on Brazil because you guys speak Portuguese. No, I, I get that. But like even just an odd, like in that song that they were in, in the song that we just talked about, that they were talking about the different yeah. countries. I was like, come on, Brazil's coming up, right? Brazil's coming up. And you're in this Warner Brothers. But they didn't even do them all. They did like No, I know. Four. Yeah. This is very like a personal issue. But like, again, I love the hell out of this movie. Go watch In The Heights. It's not doing great in theaters right now. It's not? No. What's it's, its rating on Rotten Tomatoes? No, no, no. In Rotten Tomatoes, it's doing fine. But like money-wise, it only made $35 million in the in like worldwide. Well, I'll also tell you the problem with it is that it's on HBO Max. So anyone that has HBO Max or can borrow their friend's HBO Max account... They have free access to this movie. Yeah, if but they that's pay just the in the HBO US fee. also. Like internationally, it's only at 9 million. 
Well, bottom line is go watch this movie. And I think we all learned today that we have a soft spot for musicals, even if our favorites might be a little different. Yeah, for sure. So go watch it. Uh, thank you so much, Arbel, for joining us. Thank you guys for having me. Always a pleasure. You, we'll have you again soon. We'll see you guys next week. And have a good one. This is so much fun. Bye have guys. a good one.